0: And now from Grid Square Echo, Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Wow, wow. Hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And you know, this is a podcast about amateur radio. And for over a century, ham radio has significantly contributed to the advancement of modern technology. It doesn't take. Uh, Too much more than looking at names like Tesla and Hertz Marconi and Samuel Morse because those guys laid the foundation for what we enjoy today. And 100 Watts and Wire features the intersection of life and amateur radio. We're going to be talking about Field Day. It uh, wrapped up earlier today. We record on Sundays, 6 o'clock Central Time, and I believe Field Day wraps up. One o'clock central, two out east, Waka Waka, twenty-four hours of pure love. Give it to me. Give it. Give it. <gasps> oh, all right. It's a little, little tardy there, dude. You got to get with the, with the, with the stuff. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm talking to Ric Flair personally. Scotty's here. What's going on with you, Scotty?
1: Howdy, howdy. Just uh, settling back in, recovering from a wonderful uh, field day weekend with the family and. Throwing wires in
0: trees and having a good old time. It seems as though you and I both kind of had the same thing in mind. I set up, actually I set up on Friday early. I took about 90 minutes. This was not your uh, typical, you know, let me just back up and say that it used to be that field day was to sort of get your emergency communications stuff sorted out. Because, And then what happened was that, amateurs got so good at it, they kind of needed to make it into a like, contest. Alright, there I said it. You know, because they could put it up, then what are you going to do all day, right? So, you know, but at its roots, it had you know, emergency communications in mind and as we talk throughout, you know, this hour we'll talk about what it is and uh, what it isn't, that kind of thing. But What I like to do, you know, I like to set up in the old wooden shed. The old wooden shed is on the edge of the property, actually the edge of the woods. Um, So it's kind of thick and dense, partially open. And I go out there with no electric. And I just, I try to put my mind in a position like, okay, do I have what I need to kind of Get a signal out, you know. What antenna should I try? This sort of thing, and so I give myself a my own personal goal, I guess you would say. And for the audiophiles that are listening to the thing, and Scotty said we we might get some uh, emails, you know, because the fan is on. It was uh, ninety six degrees at seven thirty p.m. and I stopped looking. I stopped looking. Ninety six degrees here today was better, but a storm came up so pardon the fan tonight i'm going to do this one with a fan on okay (laughs) you'll forgive me it was just hot as hell it was hot as hell out there in that old wooden shed and i got out there and i opened it up on friday some of the purists may be saying you know we set up on saturday yeah i know after you eat your breakfast and you have your donuts and then you meet with the buddies and you gab in the parking lot and don't give me any crap Don't give me crap. I know what you guys do out there. So anyway, uh, after post-op, I was like, let me just take it easy. And Scotty, my um, decision was made clearly on weight this year. It was really based on getting things out really slowly where I needed them, getting them staged early. And I went with the antenna I went with, which is basically three wires, you know, two ends, two elements going down. Much like an off-center fed, I think technically it fits in that Carolina Wyndham category the way I have it. It has a a, a balun at the bottom that connects to coax and runs to my radio. I had it up about 32 feet. And it was doing a great job. It, it would work on 15, 17, 20, and 40 without anything. I did touch yes. it up a little bit. because We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, why I touched it up, and and some of the things that go on during field day, I don't want to jump ahead, but I took about 90 minutes, which is not breaking any records anywhere, anyhow, but for me, it was a casual stroll, and on Saturday, I was just like, okay, we're cool, everything's set up, good to go, and and took it uh, from there, but I didn't have the intention on Making a a thousand contacts or breaking a personal goal for contacts. In fact, um, some of you who may be here as we record this live tonight were there for a live stream that came up impromptu around 6 o'clock last evening. Didn't even know it was going to work. I've had really terrible experiences out there with Wi-Fi connections and keeping it going and all this. I mean, holy (laughs) heck. But to its credit, we got about two hours out, and I made four contacts total, right? All right. I I lose. Like, if they were to look at numbers, they would be like, yeah, (laughs) K0SDH, last place. (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) But that's all right. That's okay. Because my idea was just set up. You know, I enjoy the setup of it. So go ahead, for our friends who are here tonight, who come around on Sundays at 6 o'clock, our podcast listeners are invited here to join us, participate, engage. What are your goals? What are your goals when you take on field day? Mine was to actually get it up. Damn it, damn it. It's not what I mean. It's not what I mean. That's not it. Let me tell you what that means later. I'll see you on Monday, Sherry. Sorry, Sherry. (laughs) So we went with a uh, 32 feet mast. We went with uh, what was the basically I don't I can't I don't want to speak too soon because the person may say that's not true. Um, But Radio Waves was making a an antenna I think they still have on the market called the radio uh, the Pathfinder. And all their stuff is really named after some military type stuff because Emmett, who owns the company or did own the company, I haven't checked recently. I'll have to drop him a line and see. He was putting together this portable thing that could fit in your glove box. So he built this ballon. He built this antenna. And it was like the uh, he called me the master beta for a beta tester and I didn't get the connection right away and I was like oh oh after he left I was like oh that ain't right give him the fist in the air as he drove off so anywho uh, I've remade this thing several different times I've tried a couple different and it works man it gives me four bands works like a Carolina Windham there you go so anyway four contacts actually during a live stream and Scotty was one of them and then we had uh, one in new hampshire i always seem to do better during the day to the east for some reason i don't know if the west is just not running or i'm just not you know in the right spot at the right time that kind of deal but anywho now what scotty likes to do he's got a little thing carved out and i really dig this because it's a family thing tell us about your setup and what you do on field day
1: oh yeah so our field day days uh, turn into a family thing so it's um we uh, grill out, uh, get some, uh, or sometimes we'll order a bunch of uh, pizzas. But uh, we set up out. Uh, my brother's got a nice, uh, nice yard. Um, overlooks um the valley down in Frederick, Maryland. And uh, we set up the ten by ten pop up, pull out the tables, um, and have a couple solar panels. Um, and then we have a couple of. Uh, Lithium iron phosphate batteries, and then we just kind of like cycle batteries too. And there's probably a battery in the in the garage that's charging at the same time too. And we don't spend a whole lot of time on the radio. If the radio's on. We're always listening, and I'll fiddle through and make a few contacts. And then we'll sit around and and visit. And my mom's in a wheelchair now, and so I brought her out, and she's out she's out in the yard soaking up some sun, and we're playing radio. My brother's helping me toss wires around, and let me get the uh, um, the off-center-fed dipole that I made. Um, he has one of these arborist slingshots, one of those six-foot ones that uh, you have to kind of lay on the ground and then launch it, and it'll like it'll shoot a projectile like one hundred and fifty feet in the air. We were able to get uh, the off-center-fed dipole up uh, about seventy-five feet uh, at the apex, was uh, an inverted V, and uh, yeah, it was just good fun. And we uh, we operated till uh, I don't know, probably about midnight last night and then uh with the headlamps on you know packed it all up i threw all the stuff in the garage i'm going back up there on tuesday i'll sort it all out then we just kind of tossed it in the garage and i drove the hour or so back home to ellicott city last night so that's kind of our thing it's a it was a slow setup but the setup is a big part of the fun as well and it's a kind of a family event everyone's hanging out my mom's laughing at us while me and my Mm -hmm. brother trying to toss toss uh sandbags up in the trees with some with some fishing line and then pulling stuff up and missing and cursing and then throwing frisbees for the dogs all all during the whole time that's going on so it's a lot of fun.
0: It's great. You're making memories, man. That's what's really cool about it. You know, it's a it's a thing. And, and my girls will do the drive by because I'm out there at the edge of the woods. They're out there running, doing their thing, and so my early field days will be packed with those memories of me and my kids staying around. And I totally get it. While people go out with their clubs there was there were so many uh, people that were on the discord sharing their clubs. I even asked about clubs on Facebook. If you still do Facebook, a very active group there over fourteen thousand people and i you know I was like, you know, tell me about your club, tell me about the club you 're running with I mean tons of people still very active, and I believe that Field Day is the absolute most popular um amateur radio event that there is it may not be my favorite it might be i don't know i love 13 colonies a lot but anyway we we can talk about that and route 66 is pretty cool the 12 days of christmas gives you something fun to chase but 13 colonies is something and we'll get into that a little later now scotty he found out that we were streaming last night just a quick pause to uh thank uh for the super chat five dollars hey now T.C. Fitz, you're 5'9". Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. Or sister. I don't know who that is, but uh, I'll thank you very much. Uh, So I'm streaming. Hot, melting. You can go back and watch it on the the tubes if you'd like to. And that's how we use YouTube is to do the live streams. And Scotty jumps into the chat. He didn't know that we were streaming. I didn't know I was going to do it either. I ended up, you know, my daughter had a uh, sleepover. There was a lot going on in the house. I'm like, this is perfect timing. Perfect timing. So we'll try it. I, did, I had low expectations because of the Wi-Fi and location. Anywho, I'm going out there, and here's Scotty running on 40 meters because it turns out his FN antenna is 75 feet in the air. <laughs> and he's dragging balls on people. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wow, man, this is like, I'm like, so I gave you a straight up true signal report. I'm like, you're five, nine plus, but it was really hard to know if it was all you or these adjacent signals, which are just in between pushing up, you know what I mean? They're just crammed in and that's a topic on my list for today is to talk about how the 3KC thing, nah. (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, not today. That kind of thing. But then they'd stop talking, and Scotty was five nine plus something. Then I was like, "Damn, damn! Look at him." So that height and um, the atmosphere that your brother's place gives you, man, is definitely something. Something sexy yeah. for sure. You yeah, pile that. up.
1: That was the best uh, best field day outing I've had from there, as far as just uh, being know, getting out and getting making contacts and stuff. So it was uh, it made it that made it extra fun, on top of uh, having a good time with it already. So
0: I uh, want to thank uh, our friend Bruce. He was here today. KG five YUO. Uh, our podcast audience some some are here hanging out with us, but as you listen, you won't be able to see this. But over my shoulder, you see K zero STH made out of this. Oak this piece of oak, and it's back here on my shelf. I wish I could show all of our listeners right here, but it's beautiful and thank you Bruce, for making I don't know how you do such a thing, but man, there's a skill set out there making uh the wood stuff, so k zero sth now represented back there on the bookshelf. Thank you very much, uh Bruce. so everybody wants to work Scotty Scotty's got a five nine plus signal. <laughs> pushing through i was like listen at him look at him going he's going on look at him go this guy's got a little old bay on his signal um so old bay. put a little old bay on it uh, how many contacts did you finish with or what was your I goal to, maybe that's a better I, question
1: uh so i don't really have a goal that's uh, one of the the cool thing about field day as well, it's about you know about spending time with the family, having fun with and around the radio. But there's no goal. If I could have zero contacts, I'd have as much fun as if I had made a thousand contacts. So, I think uh, I, I take a, I write I have a manual log, so I have to go through and count. I haven't I haven't put it in yet, but I'd say I probably throughout the whole day yesterday, not not that ton of contacts, maybe forty five or fifty. The bulk of which were the pile up that uh, you happen to catch on the stream.
0: Oh, it's great! Yeah, go back and check out Scotty uh, running on forty meters. It was great. Um, there are some things, and, and and we can keep it funky here. And in the terms of keeping it funky, I mean I think that there's some things that people need to keep in mind when they run on, you know, and when we was just starting off, I was moved to post on our Facebook group that there's a field day amateur tip. Here's a tip for you: listen for and learn the exchange. It really is something, like some people are taking this very seriously. They're trying to make contacts. Now I don't hear any people running operators going, you jerk, like why did you call me? You don't even know what the exchange is. You're just slowing me down. I never hear that. I really never hear that, but it feels like that. It feels like, oh God. Oh. You're calling him and you don't really know. And then he's helping him through it, which is the ham way, by the way. It is like you're helping them understand the exchange. And the exchange is the information that you need to give to the station that's calling. Okay. Seems pretty simple. But look, I just put it up there because one of the first ones out of the gate, the dude didn't know what to do. He didn't know if he was a battery. He didn't know what the the thing. You know, I'm like, oh, (laughs) So I feel for the ops, but I got to say to the operator credit, they never broke down and said, you dip ass, bag, figure it out because it's not our way, right? We don't do that. We kind of, it's easier for us since you've already started to log the contact, whether you're doing this because it's easy now because you've got to finish this thing because you're already in the system of your own logging software or that you've got a big heart. I'd like to go with the big heart part. <laughs> It feels um, awkward when that happens. And so I posted that up there. Just and, and there were some other things, Scotty, that came back. Ari says you could look up the ARRL's website for the contest rules or field day rules. And I was like, bingo, cool. I didn't mean to upset anybody. But a couple of these things started coming back. Like, here's some other things you could do. Dave says enunciate your call sign clearly and slower. Another good tip. These are sort of um, these tips here for just kind of maybe new operators who, you know, want to get in there. And next thing you know, it's, uh, you know, you're clogging up the system a little bit. John, he says, uh, let's see. No, Jason, he says, listen twice, talk once. That's the old carpenter thing. Measure twice, cut once. Listen twice, talk once. Two ears, one mouth. That's what he says. That's Uh, that's from Jason. Totally. Vinny says, use phonetics. I can't believe I have to say that. But um, you do hear some strange thing. You'll hear just people calling, you know, K0STH. You wouldn't hear that. But, you know, insert whatever call sign. And they don't do the phonetics or they'll do a version of a phonetic that's a little, What? Um, You hear it in contests, and and there could be an argument there for if you're working um, some DX stations. Sometimes they hear different things in English, and you might change it to, you know, but, you know, you'll hear Yokohama.
1: Beer can, water bottle, scissors. (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not doing King Zero Shake the House on uh, field day. So, uh, anyway, stairway to heaven, maybe, but... uh, but a couple other ones came in. Um, Bruce uh, Butch, rather he says, on CW, slow down, if you are called at a slower speed, QRS, then uh, you can go back to forty words per minute. And uh, that's a big one for for our friends um, doing the uh, the keyer. On field day, avoid saying and standing by when calling CQ. You might lose your frequency. And uh, S&P Ops will pass you because there's no signal. Uh, that's from David. So just a couple of things in terms of, hey, maybe this will help you next time. Maybe it'll help you in the big contest. Look, just good operating procedure on that sort of thing. And, I, and late today, because, you know, it's not a contest for me. I get it. I get why people, this is the kind of thing that gets people upset. And then we'll move on and talk about what you guys want to want to talk about. I heard a guy call on 14300, uh, which is the Maritime Mobile. The dude was running a net, man. It wasn't even quiet. You know, he was like, if there's any ships at sea, if someone's drowning and a big crest is killing you, please call me now. I'd love to save your life, is kind of how it felt. There was no... Um, is the frequency in use. First of all, yeah, this is a bucket of worms here, Scotty. Yes, <laughs> the Maritime Mobile does not own that frequency. We know this. There was an active net going on the frequency that they often use every day for as long as I can remember. It was, it was working. They had the frequency. Let me, let me put it out there that way. They were on the frequency using it actively. And this brother just jumped in. Yeah, QRZ field day, blah 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 blah. And I was like, Oh no. You know, and there's a feeling of like, have we failed these ops, you know? Like have we failed trying to teach them QRZ? And the guy's trying to make this contact. And he's he's being nice and he's saying, I'm sorry, there's another guy calling a contest on my on the frequency, he's he's interfering, but the guy can't hear it, he's field day, QRZ. And I posted on our Discord about it, I was just like, oof. It's one of those things. It's an etiquette thing that goes back to, it's not like all things are off when there's a field day. You, I know you. they get in within 3KC. I know things are happening and it's crazy and it's hard to hold a frequency, all this. But you can't forget that you can't just go running over something and somebody that's already there. Um, so that was another side of that. And I think that's what hurts us with field day because some of the old school heads are just sort of like, yeah, this is what they do, man. This is what they do. This, this is why we don't like this because of this dude. Right, right. Uh, any thoughts on that? Did you hear any, uh, shenanigans? Uh, nothing, nothing like, uh, stepping on a
1: maritime net, but, um, there was, I did hear a lot of, um, folks participating that didn't quite know what they're. What the, what sort of station they had, or the kind of the the exchange that was expected, and uh, you're right, there was a, uh, you know, I didn't didn't hear anybody be like, oh, you know, get the heck out of here with the, you know, what are you doing? Colin and the people were patiently, maybe a little begrudgingly, but patiently walking them through. All right, well, what? How many radios are you using? Are you hooked up to a battery? Are you, you know, at, are you home? Are using power out of the house, and kind of coaching them through their various uh, sections and. And stuff. Um but uh yeah, that's about it. I didn't really hear anybody um kind of rudely stepping on something like a maritime net, but but uh but yeah, a lot of a lot of that, it's a lot of coaching. Um and then the man the the three K C thing, it's there didn't exist at all. It's just it's so tough. And it's like that with a lot of contests, especially field day. It's just kind of finding your little slice there to uh to do your to do your business. Even just chasing stations. Without trying to park and bark, if I'm just uh, just bouncing around, it's just everything's so tight. I got the I got the filters cranked in tight. You know, I'm running. The, I'm shifting up and down a little bit, trying to f- find that that little bit of uh, um, filtering that's going to allow me to pull out a few call signs and and make a contact. It's uh, it's tough, but it's but it's part of the challenge and part of the fun as well for me
0: anyway. I think there's some ops out there who are just. Like, you know what, man? Screw it. It's field day. They can't catch all of us. And it's like uh, when you're at the, the concert and somebody jumps the turnstile and it's just like a general admission and everybody pushes through <laughs> and like, I'm going up and whatever happens, they can't catch us all kind of thing. And, you know, it's kind of lame in the, in that way, but I don't know, maybe I'm getting to the point now, um, just 10 years in where I kind of cringe and because it's so hard, you, you're not going to convert anybody who doesn't dig field day. It's just, they don't get it. They don't get it. They don't want it. Cool. They'll take mm. a nap and go read a book or whatever. But that's the reason, like, that's part of the reason why they don't dig this is because we seem to push aside the etiquette of how we're supposed to operate generally. And, you know, and I found a couple of uh, rag chews. It's really funny. Again, posted <laughs> so them was on it-
1: <laughs> that's the best fun in a rag too. In the middle
0: of all that chaos, right in the middle, hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> you know, and you can tell them off. You can tell them too because they're just like, yeah. So I don't know. I think I'll probably get myself a new window and on the side. it's Like, <laughs> and then, I, don't know, anyway, I don't know. I guess the contest started. You know that kind of stuff. And they'll hang out. They're they're in their spot. They're holding that little section, it. and it's okay. Um, I want to. Take a quick little break here. Let's take a break, and we got some uh, some business to take care. I want to tell you about this week in radio. June twenty third, eighteen ninety one. Tesla. We mentioned him up at the top. A very important, one of my favorites. My favorite of all the names I've mentioned and the people. Tesla's my favorite. He granted patent four five one six two two for his design of a coupled tuned RF oscillator on June 24th 1910 public law 262 good band name too by the way <laughs> kick it I say kick it gotta get a new drummer <laughs> requires radios and radio operators to be on board ocean going ships on June 29th 1904 Edison who I've got a weird relationship with Edison that that, that fella had a little bit of cash
1: Felt a little weird
0: putting the Tesla and, his, and Edison together in hey, the radio kinda, screen today, I have to he, admit. He kind of uh, was an opportunist, and he had the dough to make things happen where other people didn't. That's kind of how Edison rolled. He received a patent, incidentally kick it, for the alkaline battery. So Edison, um, yeah, going back into the history books, Edison uh, had some dough, and he would pay people to come work for him. He would take and buy patents from people, do it, and... Move faster because he had to cache. C A Y S H. Cache. Cache me out that. Cache is king. Okay. We'll let you know 100 Watts and a Wire is produced by Triptome Media for content creation and consulting, to voiceovers, narration, and imaging. Kick it. Check out Triptome Media online at triptomedia.com. Scotty, we got some uh, events that are happening, and here we go. We've mentioned all the big fellas today, all you heavy hitter radio folks. Let me get you. Let me go ahead get yeah, you
1: let's let's keep the uh, the party with the big the big names uh, rolling here with the uh, the Marconi Memorial HF contest uh, CW happening. Um, that event's happening next weekend, July second, fourteen hundred Zulu to July third, uh, fourteen hundred Zulu. Um, so that's one of the big uh, bigger contests next weekend, um, and then we have the New Zealand uh, Amateur Radio um, is they have, they have their Memorial Contest is happening next weekend as well, Ooh, July second through July third. Contest is held every year since 1946 to commemorate those New Zealand Amateur Radio operators who lost their lives in World War II. Um, and so that Sorry. is a single sideband and a CW event. Um, so that's also happening next weekend.
0: All right, very good. Uh, if you have questions, put a cue in front of it, and we will uh, try to answer those for you. People are saying, uh, oh, here's a question for you. Where's that song? It's Scotty. I mean, Scotty. You can actually hear Scotty on this one. I'm right here, man. I am right here, man. They're going to put me in a home. It's uh, I'm too young to go in a home. Uh, sidecar <laughs> Steve. They want to know where's Sidecar. He's been absent. People will send me messages. They're called the PMs. That's what the kids do it. We used to call the PM the postmenstruals. Uh, back in med school. But now PM means call and send me a note in my, my box or whatever. It's true. Uh, and uh, he's out. He's traveling. He's on vacation, running around, enjoying himself. I think he's got a wedding to go to and all those sorts of things. So, uh, Let us know now what you feel about Field Day. James has chimed in, says generally folks are happier when they lower their expectations. Field Day is a chance to make people dislike amateur radio. Try not to be that guy, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, which is true. I just think that, uh, you know, the guys are sitting at home. They don't want to participate in it. They're not setting up. Or maybe they've hit an age where they're not doing that or they're not getting out. Who, who knows what everybody else is dealing with? It's tough, though. The 3KC thing, not policed. And um, I wanted to ask you and ask our audience, you, can, you guys, uh, all the links are in the description of the podcast, uh, the live streams. You can send your comments and that sort of thing. You can drop us a message, whatever you'd like. You know, I want to I know uh, what you think about, number one, do you think all the people were using just 100 watts? Scotty, what's your gut tell you? My
1: gut tells me uh, no. Hmm. Uh, no, I, th- I do think a fair amount of people were playing by the rules um, just based off of the the ability of or the uh, the the observation of people not hearing each other so a lot of people calling cq on top of each other and not not hearing each other so um and i didn't really notice any extremely booming stations now the propagation was a little weird yesterday um but um i don't i am sure there were some folks that were running you know they were running um with boots on and not barefoot um but i don't think it was a uh, it's certainly not to the extreme that it's been in the past, um, but that's it. so I think a fair amount of people played by the rules or close to it. Maybe instead of pushing fifteen hundred watts, they they dial their to about three hundred.
0: Do you think um, it will, on the radar? Do you think it will stick? This is one of those things where they kind of changed the game significantly. Now hundred watts at seventy-five feet, or one hundred feet on top of a tower, that's a that's a big difference. That's going to get you some gain on the science side of town. Uh, Scotty was as loud as I've ever heard him, plus five at least, you know, coming into the shed. Uh, Big Pap says he was thinking the power limits were contributing to people walking all over each other simply because they couldn't hear each other. And that's true. You would often have multiple ops. You'd hear one off in the distance, down low in the noise, and then maybe the one you might be trying to work or vice versa. Uh, that sort of thing. But what do you guys think? You think the 100-watt thing will stick? I think it's great um, just because when I'm portable, that's what I'm running. I love all my watts and my, my low-power brothers doing 5 watts with the whatever uh, radios they're using. More power to you up on soda. I totally get it. Totally support you. I'm a 100-watt guy. I love those amount. But I find it hard to even hold a frequency. I, I was impressed at Scotty and many others that we know, I'm sure, Actually, could hold a free uh, a frequency, without getting smushed. Man, I always felt like the little kid in the playground who was getting the stiff arm, and my arms are flailing like I'll get you one day. (laughs) As they push me down into the mud, and take my frequency from me. You know, that's how the tune-up and our operating events even came to be. Was the hope of leveling just a day where you couldn't get smashed all day long for 24 hours
1: yeah uh, I, I got smashed eventually it's uh the antenna height <laughs> definitely was it made a huge difference in my my ability my uh, my signal strength getting out um but i was running 100 watts on my uh, yesu ft 450 my uh it's my go-to my go-to portable rig. And, um, yeah, I held up for a while. Then, uh, you know, the walls started closing in. And then all of a sudden there's a station, a loud-ass station on top. CQ Field Day! Right mm-hmm. on top of me. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I had a good run. Time to go get, get us a couple slices of pizza. I'll be back.
0: I feel like there are definitely some stations down there that are just like, you know, <clears throat> and maybe it's a, you know, it's kind of this honor system. And who are we without our honor? And who cares if you're if you're like... A big station, and you get together with your buddies over the last 15-plus years. You've got Yagi's on the thing, and they're huge, and you've got amps, the coolest, stylish thing. You know, I feel like I'm out there, kilo, zero, <laughs> and then you're like, QR's head. And you're like, Jesus, man, like, where'd that guy come from? <laughs> yeah, thank you. They're one, or we're 15 alpha you know, that kind yes, of thing. It. whatever it is 15 bravo <laughs> so I, I heard a couple of stations and I was like ooh man I don't know about that but then you think about the science of it it's hard to prove who's going to triangulate the signal only yeah. they know what they're doing but man boy you, you, more power to you man it's not to say and Scotty's proof of it he he put 100 watts out at 75 feet which is higher than any antenna I've ever had up in my life me so, too. that's first for me Did you, were you pulling it up there and then you were like, oh, we better attach another piece of coax before it it, slips away. I mean,
1: it's a, I had a (laughs) hundred piece, I had a hundred foot piece of coax that I usually use for that antenna. And I I only usually ever get it up 35 feet on a good day. And um, I'm pulling my brothers watching and I'm pulling, pulling it up and then I'm watching the Valen and the cable go up and I'm, and I'm getting a lot of resistance because it's getting heavy. I'm not used to pulling it Mm -hmm. that high up into the sky. I'm like, I'm like, he's like, no, man, you got like another 20 feet. I'm like, are you sure, man? So I feel like I'm going to break this thing. He's like, no, man, keep going. I'm like, okay.
0: And mama's so laughing it was it was at you,
1: too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: Greg said it was a good leveling the playing field. Only exception was net guy slamming all over everyone running 1,000 watts or 1,500 watts. Yeah. And those guys weren't moving, and I guess they feel like that's cool. I was here first and whatever. You know, I don't know. Nets are interesting. Sunday night for our net. Uh, There is power involved. You know, Uncle Paul is running power uh, from New Jersey. Uh, We have live coverage after we record the live show. You're all invited uh, to participate that and come over there. But I hope you had a wonderful field day. For me, it's good. I always, anytime I set up portable, I have a mission of my own to kind of modify. There was a day, you guys may remember this, where you wanted everything And the kitchen sink and you needed 15 antennas just in case. And then you needed, and they were all in a case and and you had to take that. And you're taking a mile of coax. You know, and there there is part of it that sort of I wanna I want redundancy in what I have. I don't have two HF radios, but I've got two pieces of good coax, I've got a a mass, I've got rope in case the mass would snap. I've snapped a mass. I don't want to talk about that right now. But, you know, trying to pare down is a goal of mine. And then when I get everything up there, I feel like, cool, if this were an actual emergency, I would be ready to make a contact with somebody somewhere and I'd have radio as my kit, as part of my kit. And then everything else is gravy, making the contacts. I get excited when I hear stations In states that I don't hear all the time, whether it's Delaware or uh, South Dakota or Wyoming, you know, you hear these stations and it's like, bing, oh, come on, man, it could have been anything. It's like a talk show or something like that. Uh, So I heard, uh, what was it, South Dakota, and I I had to type it into Discord. I was like, you know, hey, guys, if you need South Dakota, I don't hear them often, go check it out. Here's this. Here's that. Uh, Okay. Let's see what else we want to talk about. Is there any other thing I want to talk about? No.
1: Great, cool. great. Uh, David uh, brought up a good question. He's like, why, why not use Netlogger during field day or contest to find out where the active nets are so you can, so you can
0: avoid them? <laughs> yeah. Good point, David. Whiskey zero, tango, kilo, x ray, you five 5'9. <gasps> All right. want to tell you, if you're looking for a power solution, especially during times like this when we're portable, check out Bio-N-O Power offering the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B-I-O-N-N-O. No, that's B-I-O-E-N-N-O. Power.com. Whoa! All right, we got some uh, ham fest we can talk about. Boy, the time uh, certainly flies. But let me give you sexy time for ham fest. Girl, I told you about my friend Scotty, right? About 75 feet up in the tree, girl. I don't know anybody that can do that. Hey. How you doing? Have I told you about the firecracker ham fest (laughs) (laughs) happening.
1: Pennsylvania. <laughs> Firecracker Ham Fest, July 2nd, next weekend. Uh, it's ARRL, <laughs> Pennsylvania State Convention, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I might have to take a trip up there. It's only about an hour and 20-minute drive for me. That's happening next uh, July 2nd. Like I said, Saturday. And next uh, Sunday, the uh, Murgus Ham Fest and Computer Fest, also uh, in Pennsylvania. And this one in Plains, PA. Those are the only two ARRL-sponsored Ham Fests that I saw uh, for
0: that that weekend so all right makes we, sense that's can what's you going believe on? it is fourth of july so fourth of july is like the kickoff for uh 13 colonies so that's a that's a cool thing i think that's what is that the third through the eighth or something like that
1: the first kicks off friday
0: oh first. so i like that let me tell you a little bit of story <gasps> I told this before, we'll double
1: check on that while you're telling talk- while you're
0: telling this, yeah, story yeah, check it i th- I thought it was check. like whatever, and you know it's the week, and then it goes just past, um and it's one of my favorite, man, you know, the original thirteen colonies, a bit of a history buff, you know, and uh just knowing about the revolutionary war, things that happened all the way up and down from my home state. Of Maryland and Delaware to New Jersey, significant things in New York happen all over the place. Well, My favorite time. And my mother would be saying, well, if it was your favorite time, hon, you'd be coming around here on the 4th of July. (laughs) Every year, sit out on the deck and make the contacts. Vermont and everybody else, hon, they're right up there. Plus, we got the beach and I need to see my babies. Where are my babies? My granddad babies. You know, and then continue to go into the, uh, the guilt. The guilt will level me down and be like, oh, why did I bring it up? (laughs) Louis <laughs> Delaware is where my mom lives, or just outside of that town. Anywho, man, I spent uh, you know a, a week there, whatever it was, on vacation a few years back. Took my radio. We drove out there, so I had all the accoutrements. That's a word. I had all the things I was telling you about trying to pare down in the back of my truck. You know, I think I took a, a bathing suit and a pair of socks and flip flops. That was probably all I had room for after i packed it out for uh, this event. antennas. yeah i had all this stuff man and i ended up using the one i used uh yesterday which was this sort of uh, model of a uh, the pathfinder which is another model of like a windom antenna off center fed it fit in her yard and i was like cool we'll do that bugs were trying to carry me away y'all i can tell you those east coast bugs don't play around and the ones in delaware this particular year you would just steady Smack! Ow! Ow! Son of a (laughs) pow! Pow! I was like wishing we had uh, a screened-in porch, but uh, went went down there and set up out on her our patio out back, and man, it was the coolest feeling knowing where I was on the map, uh, knowing what I was having a problem with, you know, which was Maryland. Of course, it's so stupidly close to Delaware. That I couldn't, I couldn't make the trip. Tried. Couldn't get anybody, but I could get Massachusetts. I could get Vermont. I could get New Hampshire. I could get the others that were going up. I could get uh, the Carolinas. Um, but it was just one of my favorite. It, it was something in amateur radio, I think, that we're all looking for at some point is a little bit of a push to get excited about. Many people get excited about field day. Um, you know, I got a different feeling about field day. Route 66 is kind of cool. Like maybe if you were on Route 66 and you stopped in each state and worked and did something like a trip, maybe that would be kind of fun and cool. You'd probably get stabbed and murdered and we read about you on the latest QST but I don't know. Route 66 might be safe. It might be a weird thing to do. I don't know. It could be fun. might be fun. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, working those states from within and going up and down the coast man it was just a blast what you think about the 13 uh colonies scotty
1: oh, i love 13 colonies it's actually it was like one of the first uh when i got into hf one of the first sort of events like that that kind of that you know, it wasn't just like a one day thing it was kind of a, a a drawn out thing like the route 66 on the air um the 13 colonies i love i have uh i got uh, I've, done, I've done it three years in a row I have my, uh, they're one of the few certificates that I put on the wall at the, in the shack of those sorts of things. And I'm looking at the website now. And, yes, it does start at July 1st at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So that's Friday, July 1st, 9 a.m. July, through July 7 midnight uh, is the, uh, the 13 colonies this year. And there's, uh, the, there's the two bonus stations. There's the British one and, and the uh, TM-13COL um, in France, so we have the French bonus station, of which I've never gotten any of the bonus stations in the three years so far. But this year's, this year's going to be different. If I have to go to my brothers and throw that hole yeah, up to. at seventy-five feet, I want you to. I'm going to get the the uh, the Atlantic Colony uh or bonus stations. I mean,
0: can I tell you a little story about thirteen colonies? And my favorite story is the one I told you about being out at mom's place, getting bit up by the bugs, getting the hepatitis or whatever the the, the bug. Things were given out <laughs> at the time, Zika or whatever, Zika. whatever, whatever fun thing they were. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting! Blood all over me from smashing them, my blood squirting back on me. Like, oh, this is gross, man! What the hell? But anyway, I'm having a blast. I've done this from my uh, home too. Now I'm not going to lie; I've got an amp, I've got an amplifier with my uh, my iCom radio in the shack, and 13 colonies came up. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And what did I do? I tuned this up and uh, I started banging. I was elbowing like Shaq on the rebound. Get out of the way. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Like, thank you, Connecticut. Uh, thank you. You're 5'9 Connecticut. Look good, girl. Dropping your testicular fortitude oh, man. everywhere. I, you know, and what happened was I ended up working them. This isn't a brag fest, right? This is what I did. I went in there and I banged it out. Like, in two days, I had them. I had them all all of them and I ran power and I was like you know what man and it started like on a Thursday or something right like a Thursday or Friday by like Saturday or Sunday I don't remember what the days were but I remember working inside and then having time geez it could have been over the last couple years too where I didn't have anywhere to be so I went up I got them all in the shack and uh you know Yeah, five nine two Massachusetts. Thanks, baby. You look great. See you later. I'm gonna go chasing that one. And and there was kind of like, (laughs) and I got through them. And I did did it with power. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I need to challenge myself. And I went. I loaded out. Took everything out to the old wooden shed. Drove the truck. Took the truck around. Pulled up to the old wooden shed. Unloaded it, and went from the hundred watts and a wire portable jumped into the fray with all the struggle all the jj bags that are like me on the inside going hey <laughs> man what's going on <laughs> and i got suppressed and hands but you know what it gave me the best feeling to be able to work those i actually re i did it again and i went out there and i didn't get them all i didn't get the overseas one what was the one you said it was COL. What's oh, that in um, France? Is yeah, that in France or something? I don't know where it that's,
1: is. That's the French one. Um, I didn't get that yeah, one. It, yeah, GV-13 Colony. And then uh, there was, what's the other one? I'm looking at my looking at my thing here on the wall. I can't read it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, something like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. There was one in Philadelphia that was like a special PEN one maybe. And I, I remember getting almost everything. It took me so much longer. It felt so good to actually work it the hard way, so to speak that uh but i didn't get the french station and i'm not sure if i got the uh the british station but i think i did so uh yeah not not bragging but you know it is fun to challenge yourself and throwing a thousand watts into the fray Eh, you know i felt like you better go do something (laughs) man you better get back out there and put that antenna up do it and that's what i did that's my other 13 colonies um so I kind of enjoy working them with the hundred watts if I if I can do that. Yeah, I think
1: uh, I think someone from uh, from our community is going to be the uh, the WM3PEN Pennsylvania station. Uh, Cheesecake Steve, I believe. Cheesecake is Steve,
0: going. oh, is going to okay.
1: be. Uh, I think I saw him mention that in the Discord that he was going to be uh, wm 3 pen this uh, this year, um, in some regard.
0: Uh, I. Not certain, but I'm pretty pretty sure he mentioned that. So that's pretty cool cheesecake. I don't know if there's rules against posting that sort of stuff. I doubt it very seriously. But uh, if you're a member of our Discord, you'll see things like that when special event operators are in there. Um, you know, they may post where they're operating and give you a little heads up. So you're welcome to join us there. It's a small group. It's pretty intimate. Um, so go ahead and do that. There was a question uh, from James, and thank you for that. Uh, he wants to know when I'm going to do the uh, first hour seventy three podcast. That's Kilo Golf Five Lima Tango Lima. Things are being. Woo! Oh yeah, you're five nine. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. I forgot to let him know his signal report. Um, things are going well with the preparation for that. You need to, you know, have an infrastructure ready and built up. And podcasting is not the cheapest uh, of things. It's uh, it's cheaper than video. That's for sure. Like radio is cheaper than television. But uh, we have a website now, our 73com hour 73com Check it out. You can join our emergency information team. Right now we have 18 states represented. Uh, right. Once Scotty gets his name on the list. See, I already know he's there because he's running around with me anyway. But we don't have Maryland yet technically on the list. Uh, but uh, we do have technically on the list. So we've got 19 states represent it and the idea for this is twofold i want to do a podcast where we sit and talk on, much like last night uh last night when we streamed we talked about gardening we talked about seeds yeah we were doing an amateur radio pod uh, well it was a live stream last night and uh you know during field day and we're talking about seeds and companies that buy great. seeds and how you do you know and because we're more than amateur radio operators uh we get into other different aspects and some people are doing homesteading and people look back at the pioneers And what they did and how they took care of themselves. So Hour 73 is not specifically an amateur radio podcast at all. I know and you know that uh, radio is an essential part of your emergency plans. But, you know, everybody that will be checking out Hour 73 may not be as hip to amateur radio. So I will slowly teach them how that's an asset in their skills. Building our skills, trying to rebuild the community hour73.com. You're welcome to join us. I'd love to, part two of this is when I think what's best, and I'm going to talk to the team about this, is to go live and share information during like a state of emergency. When there's something happening that becomes a state of emergency, that's probably the trigger for us to go live. And this is when the emergency information team or people who are interested can help me as I anchor this. I'll give you the air quotes I'll anchor because it'll be me. I won't be able to surf around as much. I'll have people giving information. We'll try to get accurate information. Uh, Stay away from the politics and the religion of uh, preparedness and just deal with the facts of what's happening, although those aspects lead us to become preppers or... However you prepare, homesteaders growing your own food, that sort of thing. So um, that's what it's going to be. I want to get away from the doom and gloom. I've been really kind of concerned with the amount of doom and gloom that's happening. Sure, we've got a lot of things going on in the world. It's complicated. Uh, At the shell, you know, you want to think of your community and you want to think about your family. Maybe you want to grow some food. Maybe you want to learn some practical skills. Our children aren't even learning how to balance a checkbook anymore in school. So, um, and that's kind of sad. You know, everybody in my generation, Scotty's not too much younger, uh, we were right to computers. They were like, this is the generation that must go to computers now. And, and, you know, and so some of these things were kind of lost in school systems. That's a long way around saying, uh, I think the original question was, when are you going to start recording the podcast? Uh, (laughs) D-bag, very soon. I'm going to sit with the team here any minute. And the plan is to talk about the things that were happening out in Montana when I was there. Start talking about the floods, how that was. Look at, um, imagine, this is the uh, busiest time of the year in Yellowstone. Imagine this happens. The snow melts on a normal rainy day. Flooded out infrastructure washes away, you are trapped. Um, It's not doom and gloom. As far as I know, no one died, but they were stuck. They had to boil water. They had to be flown out in some cases, and they were stuck. And there were talks of shortages there in that scenario. So I think that's where we'll talk. We'll talk about flooding. Scotty's going to join me over there uh, and talk about no better person to know about flooding. This guy's living it and studying it as it comes. Uh, So, yeah, I hope that helps you out. Please uh, join us over there. You can uh, poke around the website. We'd love to have more communities, more states represented. That way we'll have information of anything. When something happens in your state, you'll know where to go. You know your officials, you know your government, you know who, maybe who we could call. Or if you're stuck, we'll have another team, this network that may be able to help get some information to that area. So it's a big project and I don't want to jump into it and then have to pause it for some silly reason. I want to think it out, but we're close. Thank you for that, James. All right, man. Thank you for that. I don't know. Is there anything else I forgot to say? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did want to, um, I did want to say, uh, programming note wise, uh, Sundays we record this at six o'clock central time. You're welcome to join us. You can come into the chat, drop your questions, uh, And sometimes that will actually narrate where we go in the show. So you're always welcome to join us. We live stream it out on YouTube. It doesn't live up there. It ends up going to the podcast. But what we do after this, Scotty and I will, uh, what he lovingly refers to as drain the main vein. Damn, she's good. She's getting so fast. She's so fast that she can anticipate uh, my setup. (laughs) we uh we'll go take a leak and then we will come back here and join don and uh, uncle paul as they Again. kick off the net are or you, are you, what are you running now you've kind of oh. got you've been flirting with a new I, digital I, mode.
1: i've been messing around with js8 call so i may i may uh, play with that a little bit or um i'm going to try something in ft8 to see if i can if i get around that issue i've been having I want to test that out a little bit as well but i'm looking at the discord i see uh, don and paul are um they're, uh, they're staging themselves they're uh, they're ready they're getting ready to kick off kick off for the net and get uh, logged into the stream and um, yeah I'll be I'll be here and uh, I'll be probably be futzing around with a couple digital modes while okay. we uh, while we do our our thing
0: yep yeah, we uh, have a good time you're welcome to join us here that part does stay up on YouTube the uh, the coverage live coverage of the 100 watts a wire Sunday evening net is headed your way if you are watching us live if you're not please join us next Sunday six o'clock. My uh, final for you is a question. I want to know what you're struggling with. Down below in the description, there are some um, some links down there. One is to contact us here. And if you're struggling with anything now, let us know what it is. The link is down below. And maybe we can start to talk about it and help you get some practical solutions, whether it's um, ham radio related or whatever. Maybe you've got a neighbor who's giving you the business uh, about your antennas. You know, this happens. You've got an HOA, and then people are struggling through those issues. But what are you struggling with what uh, right now? And if, if so, if not, cool. We'll be here for you. But in the description of the podcast down below, you can uh, find the contact information and drop us a line. We want to know how we may be able to help you. All right, Scotty, I think we have done it again. Did we miss anything? We can do a quick so. roll yeah, call. I see, I see, Tony. Remember romper room? <laughs> do you guys remember romper room? There's another drop for you. We got to get the <laughs> Miss Nancy. Do you guys remember romper oh, room? Man. Okay. I see Scotty and Tony and Randy, all these Y <laughs> names. Big Pappy is here. And Ron, hello, Ron, good to see you. So DJ and James, I'm doing this. <laughs> and Greg and David, it's all for real. But uh, thanks for stopping by if you were here for that. Stick around for our uh, friends who did come by for the um uh, to, to watch throughout the evening. It's a great time for us to get together with our community, hang out, end the week, and give us a little wind in our sails as we head into uh, a new work week. So I will say 73, and uh, wish you all the best for this week. 73 to you, Scotty.
1: 73, Kristen, and uh, everyone have a great week.
0: To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com.